This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Working Class Bowhunter Podcast starts in... Three, two, one. I think I left about four. No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding, getting ready for this deer to stand up. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one, that one arrow cost me thirty-three thousand dollars. Just. Aiming too long and just moved a little bit. And it's like, oh, no, it fired, you know, crap. I knew as soon as it left, it was just a little high. But he came right out in the field, made a scrape right in the cornfield, started grunting, walked 30 yards, made another scrape. You're listening to the Working Class Bowhunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T-Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Episode number 78 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, 1600 Bucks Slayer Place. We're here at the Buckatorium. It is bright and early on a beautiful Saturday in beautiful Sherrard, Illinois. Sunny Sherrard. You're just falling apart. Steve's a little off. He's up before noon, guys. up before noon. Yeah, we're doing a... (laughs) And he doesn't work third shift either, so... uh, Exactly. Take that as you will. (laughs) We're doing a, a special call-in episode. That's what this episode's all about today. Um, it's all about the guests. It is all about the guests, and but our, and our fans. You know, we're uh, we're super happy to be up this early, drinking coffee. You know, wasting our day off, hanging out with each other. <laughs> I'm I'm excited about it. No, I am. I am excited. I'm drinking a coffee, which is weird, but I just kind of wanted to feel like a legit morning show. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, oh, welcome, welcome to the working class go on our morning show. <laughs> We're here today. <laughs> yeah, everyone's laughing at morning show. Uh, yeah, we uh, we couldn't do this morning show if it wasn't for our very good, very good friends, uh, Mr. Scott Smith from Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Process. Actually, that whole family. Um, Let's talk about the business, not the family. People got the people know what the family's all, all about right. now. Well, we need to talk about the business, and business is good. <laughs> Let's elaborate on what kind of business it is and what kind of product is, they push out. It is custom meats and deer processing. Basically, you know if you you know the show, you know how what we do. It's the best deer processing in our area for sure. I can't say ever, but it's, it's I want to. 
It is the bee's oh, knees. Geez, here so it is again. Check them out in in, uh, in gorgeous <laughs> Viola, Illinois. Yeah, that's all right. That's all acceptable. Right. Okay, all right. That's acceptable. Uh, in in lovely, beautiful, gorgeous. Uh, man, I'm just running out of words. Geneseo, Illinois. You're going to find Creative Critters Taxidermy. Yes. Mr. Moneybags Mark Rife. Mm-hmm. If you want to spend your money on taxidermy, take it to him. I promise. Oh. Dude, hear that pause after the word promise, guys? Is that, you hear that? that yeah. That's that's going heavy. And yeah, we need to go over there and take some, like, um, some pictures of Mark's, like, current projects and put them out. That way people can... Actually, see his work. Yeah, definitely. Um, you will be impressed. It, it just—it's the best tax for me. Like, just for if you're talking whitetail shoulder mounts, it's the—it's the best product your money can buy, in my opinion, for the price range. It's a little above, I guess, commercial taxidermy, but a step below um, competition taxidermy. He, but, but when I'm saying that, he does it for everyone that way. You know, it's right. not like, oh, hey, I want to—I want a competition mount. Okay, well, I'm not you a competition mount. It's no, everyone gets that. Mid range, the, tre- the same treatment. You yeah, know, the minute he finishes, like the second he like you know finishes whatever he's doing, like one last stroke. All of a sudden, it when he does that, right when he finishes a project, you hear na 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 na. Okay, yeah. I'm, oh, for our sports fans, they get that. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. All, right. all right, let's chug right along, and uh, we couldn't chug along without carrying all our uh, all our nonsense if we didn't have Badlands packs to. Help carry all that in. Badlandspacks.com. Uh, no, dude, I am not a morning person. Yeah, I can, see, I can just Good see Lord. you drying up right now. Oh, doing boy. Badlands me... Packs, guys. I'm going to take over this because Steve just, for some reason, you're horrible at plugging Badlands. But, yeah, uh, dude, I don't... Badlands Packs, I mean, if you're a serious enough bow hunter, you know what Badlands Packs is. It, the, I mean, I don't really know what to say, but it's like, in my opinion, one of the best pack companies out there as far as like the quality and the innovative stuff they come out with. It's just... They're doing something different. If you haven't handled one, go check them out, and you won't be sorry. Yeah, we we talked about their tree stand pack. It's got like that fold out. Um, it's it's like a the whole, the whole pocket folds out. And it's got a little like a pouch thing in there, so it's like convenient. So it's, you, it's a basket. Yeah, it's it's pretty much a basket. So what I always do before Badlands, I always had like my grunt call, my rangefinder and stuff sitting in my open pack. Yep. And when I go to pull out like my grunt tube, it pull everything else out <laughs> with it, and I'm dropping stuff. Well, now this basket, you know, it's not really a basket, but it is. It, it folds out, and it's hanging right there, so you can have your stuff all organized and just ready to rock. Super nice. I, so I when, recently bought one, and it's amazing. Yeah. I haven't used it yet because I got it after hit, um, hunting season. But Right. Well, just imagine when this season when you have a buck come in, you're like, oh, man, right there. Then you you don't really have to fumble for anything. You got right. all your stuff right there clean and, you know. Convenient. Yep. You know, everyone's like, well, you should have your, your grunt call around your neck. with you know. Well, yeah, then you have a rangefinder and binoculars, and yeah. what else do you have on there? It's just... They're clanking together. And your harness, and your it's just too much. It's you, a mess. It's easier to have it there in the pack and ready to rock. Continuing on, Steve, get off Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. Um, it's Instagram. So we'll get this going. Um, we're just going to well, have... we got to do our vet shout-out. Oh, there you before, go. Before you forget... I was just trying to make you pay money. Oh, no, never, man. Well, no, I will pay money, but uh, I'm not going to forget this morning because uh, the bet shout out is uh, is Tracy Dobbins. Um, he's from West Virginia, three five zero four Parachute Infantry Regiment, uh, the eighty second Airborne. He's a bow hunter in the foothills. He's uh, Gene's very good buddy, and he said that guy is. If you ever want to uh, meet a real deal moonshine drinking deer hunter, that's the guy to do it. So, uh, Tracy, thank you for your uh, service to the country. 
and uh, we surely appreciate it from yes. the bottom of our hearts. I got our American you. red, white, and blue bleeding hearts. Absolutely. And then another shout out: the last episode, episode seventy-seven, we had with uh, Gene Miller. He talked about the Dark, Dark Horse Lodge. And what's the website on there? DarkHorseLodge.org. Yeah, yep. DarkHorseLodge.org. Yep. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, don't uh, he mentioned this, and we'll just keep mentioning it because you know it's super cool. If you go to uh, Smile Amazon uh, and you order anything off of Amazon, uh, what they'll do, and you can smile.amazon.com. Um, anything you buy off Amazon, uh, you can put in a charity, and point five percent of that. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but point five percent of uh, all everything that you buy goes to a charity of your choice, and you can pick the Dark Horse Lodge. So they're going to appreciate it. All the combat vets that are going to be there are going to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And plus, you get stuff off of Amazon. So you know, it's a win, 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 win. Like Everybody it. wins. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, this is our listener call-in episode, if you will. We're just going to have a few people on to basically just give them uh, their time on the show to talk about whatever they want to talk about, ask them a few questions, and just have some fun. I got I got one more shout-out. Yeah. <clears throat> Camera Tank's birthday today. Oh, it is? Well, I didn't know. Oh, Happy birthday. I promise he isn't listening to here because where he's at, <laughs> they haven't discovered yeah. internet yet. Uh, yeah, good friend Cameron Tank. He's in Brazil. So. He's been on a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah, he has. He's a big bow fisherman, big fisherman. Um, he's actually got some fish out at Creative Critters Taxonomy that are going to get started. He did the reference, so he's not doing a skin mount. He, got, he has pictures. He's taking them to Mark, and he, they're going to do it that way for measurements and, and the photos. Mark's basically cool. going to make him a replica. You know, it's my sister's birthday today. Yeah, we don't know your sister, so that Well, really you know matter. what that means? <laughs> that means it's my half birthday today. That don't matter. Yeah, it does. I get I get to eat half a cake today. Yep, you need that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll get on with it here. Um, Scott Clark is going to be our first call-in. Clark with an E. Clarky from uh, Canada. So we're going to try and get a hold of him. Oh, Canada! The way, the way I understand, he's at work right now. Yeah. And <laughs> we're going to call him. He works at a grocery store or manages a grocery store. So we're going to. Do you want to try calling the grocery store? Yeah, we might as well. All right, let's do it real let's quick. It. All, All right, right, hold on. We'll get that on the phone here. So I hope you guys enjoy. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Meat department. Hi, do you guys have uh, have any pig's feet? Pardon me? Do you guys have any uh, any pig's feet in stock? I'm sorry. I couldn't hear what you're looking for. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Here, is that better? It's okay. Listen, what was it you were looking for? Pig's feet. Pig's feet? Yeah. No, I'm sorry, we don't. Oh, okay. We were wondering what kind of shoes they wear. If you guys could just kind of give me a tip or where I can find some. I don't know who would carry those, actually. Okay. Uh, not a real popular item anymore. We we haven't had it for a while. Oh, I was told you guys had pickled uh, pig's feet. Nope, we don't. Uh, okay. Um, do you guys have any? Do you guys have vis- uh, venison? White-tailed venison? No, we don't have venison either. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I got the the wrong direction to call the wrong store. I apologize. <laughs> okay, no problem. Sorry, couldn't help you out. Thanks. All right, bye now. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so uh, we finally got the uh, the pig's feet we were looking for, and uh, you guys have heard us talk about them, and we've got them all the way from Canada on the phone. Scott Clark with an E. What's up, dude? Hey, not much, guys. How are you? Oh, you know, living in America, so doing better than you. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough, well, man. 
Well, we got a long weekend up here, so there's no work this coming Monday, so. Oh, uh, well, maybe That's we should it. go to Canada. Yeah, typical yeah. Canadians, never working. All right, now we good. Where are you in Canada? Uh, I actually live uh, just outside of London, Ontario. Okay. So, so we so – well, A couple hours from Detroit. Oh, okay, not far. I, I saw you're a big uh, Blackhawks fan. I am a big, huge Blackhawks fan. Well, does Canada not have good enough hockey teams or – uh, you know what? It's funny growing up uh, in in living in Ontario. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs are one of the big ones. Montreal Canadiens as well. And my dad was a huge Leafs fan, so that meant I could not be a Leafs fan. So oh, I just picked oh, an original six team, picked the Blackhawks. Awesome. Well, there you nice. go. Well, they are from Illinois, so we know what that's all about. Um, yep. So hey, if you ever come to Chicago for a Blackhawks game, what we'll the get together and actually do a podcast, but uh, like in person. Um, yeah, for sure. That's actually my plan uh, next year. My wife and I talked about we're going to go to a Hawks game next year, I think, in Chicago. So Cool. Perfect. Well, we're about three hours from there, so we'll make something happen. Nice. Um, so let's get it. How did you hear about us? How did that all go down? Uh, to be honest, actually, I just got uh, listening to podcasts back in the fall, uh, just online, doing a little bit of research and stuff, and, and found one and started listening to him. I'm like, oh, there's got to be more. And next thing you know, I'm like just Googling, hey, working class bow hunters. Yeah, that's what I am. Perfect. And started listening to some of your early shows. and went, wow, these guys are uh, <laughs> pretty free laid back. So I really enjoyed your stuff. So. <laughs> well, we appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed, I enjoyed a lot of the Sasquatch talks. I'm a big uh, believer in Sasquatch. So. No, what was that? We could not hear it through your Canadian accent. What was that? <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Sasquatch uh, uh, talk, talk oh, this, he's had in the past with the Bigfoot and the, the, oh, the Sasquatch, Sam, the Sam, Sam Squinch is yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. we uh, talking to boot. We need to do a whole episode on Sasquatch because even though it's kind of like a, it's easy to Everyone's brush off their opinion. Yeah, it's super entertaining. I, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's a blast. Maybe to some people it'll push some of our listeners away, but it'll pull Scott Clark even closer to us, that's near and dear right. to our hearts. Hook line sinker. That's how we got you in. So you were just bear hunting with a recurve? Yeah, I um, yeah, I decided I wanted to get out. Well, I wanted to do a spring bear hunt. Um, I had to cancel my bear hunts past the last fall because I had a baby girl born then. So congratulations, family commitments. Thank you, family commitments. So uh, went out with a couple buddies and uh, <clears throat> just in northern Ontario. Uh, the weather, the weather really screwed us. Uh, it was snowing. It was cold, cold temperatures, and literally the bears were just won't move they'll stay in hibernation so my buddy he my buddy lucked out sunday morning he got one but uh yeah i was hoping to put one down with a recurve i just switched to recurve this year so really that's yeah. awesome man that that take, yeah. that's a different ball game i have one but i don't practice with it it takes it, dedication yeah i need to, I yeah. need to really lock down and get get at it but it's all about the it's more about the journey than the destination i guess is what you'd say you know yeah that's the training wheels and away you go yeah, that's a good way a, to put that. What what is your uh, is your recurve made out of? Uh, the one mine's it's actually uh, wood and fiberglass composite. Would it be? So it's not a. Maple? I have I have a true longbow as well, but it's really really hard to shoot. Yeah, I've heard that. I've never shot a longbow. I guess that's the next step after a recurve. But man, it's just yeah. It it takes skin off your wrist when you shoot it. It's it's not pleasant at times. <laughs> it's rough. I'll I'll get one eventually. Maybe in the next few years um there's a guy around us that does the 3d shoots he uh like refurbishes them and s- sells them so he you can give it like my recurve i bought's like from the early 70s but it looks brand new nice yeah it's it's funny you can buy the original i was looking at buying a uh, fred bear uh model grizzly model and um 
you can buy the original ones back in the 60s, 70s, and then you can go to the store now and buy a brand new one that was, you know, made this year. Yeah, yeah. They're they're definitely they're a work of art, and like you said, it's it's a it's a different journey on you know for hunting. It's, it's, it's a whole different ball game, right? Yeah, I mean, it's again, I haven't been boning that long. I've only been hunting for about ten years this fall. Um, a friend of mine got got yeah, a friend of mine got me into it, and I, I just made the decision last year. I said I had a good I had a good season. I went, you know what? I've reached a point with my compound. You know, I'm no target archer. I mean, I go to 3D shoots. I get my ass handed to me, mm-hmm. but I have no pro I have no problem killing animals. <laughs> right. So I reached. I'm like, you know what? Next year, let's just let's take it up a notch and see if I can, you know, get closer. And you know, mm-hmm. then this way too, I have the excuse if I shoot a little six pointer, I'm like, well, I'll shoot a recurve. So it's it's truly a trophy, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> Scott, I'm on the same exact page because I bought my recurve last year and I had every intention of killing a deer with it. And I'm like, I will shoot any buck with this thing and just be like. Well, it was with the recurve, same exact thing you just said. I'm just like, it's a trophy no matter what. It adds what. 100 Absolutely. inches no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> so. I got I got busted actually in December on like a 130-inch eight-point with my recurve <sighs> mid-draw. The uh, <laughs> the one thing you always forget with a recurve without having a rest, that arrow has no problem coming off that shelf. And next, yeah. you know, a mid-draw and the arrow swings out to the left. <laughs> and then and I swung it back, it hit the riser, and the buck just busted me in the tree. And I was oh, like, no, oh, that was learning lesson there that was dumb yeah i mean it's not dumb it's just part of the learning curve i guess you yeah. know just like with anything true actually dumb was trying to call the buck back because <laughs> <laughs> but at, but at that point you're just like throw the whole kitchen sink at him we'll see yeah. what happens you know might, exactly might exactly something. i think he's still snorting and blowing to this day <laughs> <laughs> he, he's in uh he's in mercer county illinois snorting. yeah, he, he yeah. ran all the way down here <laughs> um so talking about that then is is that one of your goals for this upcoming season is to get that buck or just any deer, any buck with your recurve then or a bear? Yeah. Even? The, I mean, the properties, uh, properties I hunt, um, for the most part have multiple guys on them. Like they, you know, you ask the landowner, he gets permission. Oh, there's you and one other guy. Okay. Well then my trail cameras tell me there's 10 other guys. Oh, so, so I mean, I, and I get pictures of there's lots of big deer around, but I, I've never actually said I'm going to harvest this deer because, there's so much pressure at times. You, you're literally, you just harvest what, not what you can. I, I try and harvest upper age class animals. But yeah, yeah the goal this coming season is definitely to use uh, harvest with a recurve because I actually sold my compound. I, I don't even have it to fall back on. Wow. Oh, cool. so That's I went, dedication, I jumped man. in both feet, right? So, wow. That's impressive. So. I uh, I got to say, you got more uh, more down, balls man. than I do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I at the same breath, I also hunt a muzzleloader week, so I never have to worry about my freezer being empty. Right, right. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah. only recurve it's nice only. Fall, it's, it's nice to fall back on that. We have, uh, in the area I hunt, we have uh, three gun weeks, and you have to choose a week you want to hunt. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and the one I go on is the muzzleloader. And it's more, it's, it's nice to get together with your buddies, um, but it's the first week in November. So we have three weeks where they shut down bow season. Oh, um, wow. So it's First week in November is shut down for both. The third week in November, and then the first week of December. So our wow. our deer get hit pretty hard by gun seasons, but you know, our tags have been really limited lately. Um, last year, you've only been able to get one tag in the area I hunt. Hmm. Wow. So. Well, good luck to you with that. So that being said, what's uh what's your dream hunt then? Uh actually, my dream hunt for sure is a uh, archery uh, elk elk okay. hunt. Cool. Um, there, there is actually elk in Ontario now. I keep applying for the tag every year. Mm-hmm. Um, they reintroduced them back 
in the not early 90s. Hmm. And it's a limited draw, so I'm hoping to draw that. You know, I talked to some friends about heading out west, but it's, you know, it, it's that's an expensive hunt. Yeah, for um, sure. It would actually almost be cheaper to drive down to uh, Colorado and buy, like, an over-the-counter tag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. than it is to stay in Canada, but uh, then you're, you know, that's a whole other adventure. Yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> well, two uh, days worth of travel, so. Yeah, that's a long, yeah, you got to have your time off and then four days there and back, I guess. Just to travel. Yeah, you got to put yeah. miles I heard, on that. I, I know you, like, the, the Yukon moose would be amazing. Even hunting moose in Ontario, I've never actually done it. Um, it. It doesn't appeal to me by the fact that you require so many guys to get one tag. So, oh, and I mean, yeah. I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of I'm selfish, I guess. I like to fill my own tag. So if I want to go moose hunting, I want to shoot a moose, not somebody in my group. Yeah, right. yeah, I can understand that. And, I, you know, a Yukon moose financially for me is really not attainable. And for uh, most people, it's not attainable. Um, you know, maybe if I take a loan out and decide to push all my other um, responsibilities off to the side, <laughs> then I could do it. But And maybe yeah. I will one day and just say, screw it, because you could never take that experience from me. But I've always thought about doing a... a uh, Canadia moose hunt. I, yeah, I say Canadia all the time that I just say it now, and it's sad. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Actually, that's not uh, especially uh, uh, for Americans with the exchange. A lot of our outfitting hunts they're they're fairly affordable. Mm-hmm. You know, I laugh when I look at some of them, like some of the spring bear hunts and such that are offered. It's like, okay, it's twelve hundred dollars U.S. I went, well, wait a minute, you're in Canada. Why, why are you quoting all your prices in American dollars? Right. <laughs> what What is really the the price difference, like, per dollar, I uh, guess you could say? Right now, it's like 30 cents on the dollar. So one American, you know, one American dollar is worth uh, $1. thirty Canadian. Gotcha. Okay. I talked to Steve about bow prices, and, I mean, I think that kind of shocked him when I said, yeah, the point um, – Carbon element is like sixteen hundred dollars Canadian or something. Yeah, oh really? Yeah, it was like the yeah. oh the brand new yeah carbon defiant. You, you're like yeah, it's like eighteen six five. And I was like yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Might, might as well come down to America and buy that. Well, at least you know my fiance was in New Zealand and like one American dollar is a dollar fifty in New Zealand. But oh, uh, but uh okay, so bow brand, you're kind of off the grid on compounds right now. Um, I, I, you know what, I was an elite guy though. I've, and I mean, I shot everything. Um, I, I had bow commitment issues is the best way to describe it. Um, I lived on archery talk and I was buying and selling and trading bows like crazy. I was shooting a buck and then next thing you know, to be clear, that bow's gone. I bought another one. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I had bow commitment issues. The last couple I've had, um, <laughs> I had a pile of elites and the last three bows, I, actually, last four bows I've had and I, I bought an Obsession Evolution when they came out. Great bow. Yeah, that was awesome, though. Um, and then I bought a uh, E32, Elite E32, and then I bought uh, Elite E35, which I loved. Mm-hmm. And then I bought an Elite uh, E32 again, and that was the last bow I had. And actually, I, <laughs> I sold it, and now I've gone total, you know, traditional. Well, awesome, awesome. Okay, so we got to ask this, and I kind of know where this is going because you're closer with one of us mm-hmm. than the other two. Yeah. Can't wait to hear this. Who's your favorite host, Scott? Oh, that's tough. Um, <laughs> I would, I, would, I gotta lean towards my buddy Steve. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> you guys, you guys have become pretty close just from the show. 
yeah. He's always sending me strange photos. I, I you know, keep everything, <laughs> if you could keep your clothes on next time, Steve, that'd be great. But we'll stop requesting na- uh, naughty photos. I know. <laughs> I, he's working on his weight loss program, right? It's all about getting that beach body, so it's good. Yeah, <laughs> I watched him kill a BLT yesterday in about point five seconds. So I don't know how how well that's going. You know what? You can have the BLT just to eat the bread with it. Now, right? he, have the bacon, have the lettuce, have the tomato, lose the bread, you're saving. Well, how am I going to hold them all together? Uh, lettuce. Wrap it in lettuce. <laughs> That's a point. That's a good idea. Use a fork. All Wrap right. everything in lettuce. Steve, you try this challenge, bud. You could sit down. You could, you could hammer back like 10 burgers without bread easily. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just nothing but lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, Scott, any advice for the show or something you'd like to see added or taken away? You know what? You guys have a you have a great chemistry, and I like that's one of the best parts listening to your show is the create the, the camaraderie you have is just great. It's like said like it's like being at deer camp, um, and I love hearing some of the like the, the last last one I listened to with the outfitter. Mm-hmm. That was great. It really informative, um, and even having your buddies on the show. I mean, overall, you guys do a great job. Well, we really appreciate and your that. sound. You, you know what? Your sound quality is your sound quality is amazing because there's a couple different shows I won't mention. And it's like, holy shit, how are you recording this? <laughs> it sounds horrible. Yeah. A lot of guys record just over phone. So, I mean, even though you're on the phone, we're in studio, but a lot of guys call like an app, and it's like a two-way phone call that's recorded, which, you know, it works for them, which is good, but we just prefer to do it a different way. So That's good. No, I, yeah, I hope you guys uh, wish all the success because I, I do enjoy your show. And Well, thank you, know, you man. Yeah, hopefully, bad, I mean, you should look out Badlands Facts can sponsor you and send you up to test one of the packs in the Yukon, right? Oh, yeah. That'd oh, be awesome. That be? <laughs> <laughs> and right. actually, it, it drives me nuts because, I mean, Smith's Custom Meats, I so want to take a deer there, and we don't have anything like that in uh, my area. Nothing. Well, well, hopefully they hear that because that, that'll mean a lot to them. Yeah, maybe, he'll, maybe he'll open yeah. a second branch up there. <laughs> I, I'm not, yeah, and, I mean, legally, I don't even think legally I could actually take a deer over the border. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that would work, really. I don't know. Yeah. No. But, uh, I know you could. I know I could take them. I know. I know you could get a mount done. I know you can take antlers over, but I don't think I could take the cape. So if I wanted Mark to uh, do a mount for me, yeah, I, so I think, Mark would probably know. We could talk to him and see and figure something out and see what it would definitely take. Definitely question for yeah. him. Yeah, um, yeah. I know. I I know for sure you can do the antlers, but I'm not sure about the actual cape. But yeah, as far as the actual meat, I don't think it'd be cost effective to dry and. <laughs> freezer bags and ship, ship it to Smith. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, man, we really appreciate uh, you listening, your support, um, and uh, hopefully Steve's nudies don't send you running. But uh, oh, they kept him coming back so far. What? <laughs> He's not we'll, scared yet. We'll do a full episode with you here one day, hopefully, when you come down to that Blackhawks game. We'll get one in studio, and we'll, we'll have some fun. Um, so stick around after the phone call. So we're going to get on to the next um, listener here, but – um, thanks Thank a lot. You. We we appreciate your support. Yeah, thanks, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. It's great. All right, uh, so that was super cool. Scott calling in from uh, the land that made uh, Drake famous. Uh, he dude, he's been uh, you know he got in contact with us. He's become a, a good friend of uh, the shows and uh, and mine. So uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, we're gonna move on to another dedicated uh, dude. This dude's super cool. Racks and beards. Um, his real name's Chris. We'll get him on the phone right now and um, we'll talk to him. All right, cool. With us uh, on the phone here, we've got uh, we've got Racks and Beards, aka Chris Rogers, 
And, uh, you know, before we uh, get into it, just want to say from all of us, thank you to, uh, for your service to our country. Uh, we really appreciate it. And if it wasn't for you guys, um, you know, we'd, uh, we wouldn't be doing this podcast in, uh, in English. So thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's just, um, start going into it. Tell us, uh, who you are and, um, what you're about, what you're all about. Well, my name's Chris. I'm uh, born and raised in Missouri, originally from Branson area, a little town called Rockaway Beach, down on Lake Tanicomo. Um, let's see, joined the Air Force in 1997, so I'm just a few months away from retiring after 20 years of that. So, awesome. Congratulations. In the, yeah. In the Air Force, I work with uh, explosives. I'm called, uh, we're called ammo troops, and our job is to store, account for, build, and deliver everything from bullets to bombs in the Air Force. Wow! Well, when that's, you that's when you cool. mean deliver, do you mean deliver for someone else to drop, or do you uh, is what that what you guys call deliver? <laughs> yeah, when I mean as in deliver, we actually assemble the bombs and deliver them to the uh, flight line, where another group of guys actually load them on the airplanes. Oh, okay. okay. And then the then the pilots take off and drop them. So that's got to be a pretty cool experience. So the, you deliver, they ship them, I guess you could say. <laughs> and then they, yeah, they, pretty much. They make the final package drop off. They send out the tracking number. <laughs> <laughs> so is that uh, is that uh, Weedman Air Force? Isn't that where uh, the B twos are out of? Yes, Weedman Air Force Base is a B two. The Stealth Bomber is based out of there. Yeah, that's awesome. super cool. Like when they go to fly to Afghanistan, like they fly out of there and then do their business and then come back. Wow, like that's nuts. Yeah. Um, I was going to hit you with the question here. Um, so you're from Missouri. Um, yep. how'd you hear about us? How did that all come about? Uh, just randomly searching podcasts on iTunes, uh, on the iTunes podcast thing. You know, I'll listen to some other podcasts on there and I come across you guys just searching out hunting podcasts. So awesome. And then, uh, you have a Facebook page, uh, and you're on Instagram. Go ahead and give that out. Cause it's, you actually have like a page. We've shared it a couple times. Yeah, it's uh, my Instagram and Facebook. It's at uh, Racks and Beards, and uh, that name came about I don't know four or five years ago, maybe more. When me and my brother thought we might try to get into doing something in the outdoor world, and it never happened. We're just too busy with life. So uh, yeah, but I kept the name because I thought it was kind of funny. So no, yeah, I like it. We catchy. we just refer to you. I know we've given you a couple <laughs> yeah, of social media shout outs. Like I didn't even know your name. I was like, oh yeah, yeah man, Rex and Beards commented on our thing, and just like we're like, oh yeah, Rex and Beards, man, he he's on our stuff quite often. That's cool, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Pr- I'm pretty active on there. It's fun. Yeah, I, this is like you know you, you pull your Instagram up. It's uh, Chris Rogers, husband and father, hunting and outdoors, barbecue. Uh, there's a baseball team that you mentioned. We won't bring that up. Cold beer and freedom. <laughs> <laughs> United States Air Force ammo troops. So that's cool. No, you're yep. big, you're a big St. Louis Cardinals fan. Uh, I, I, everything else is going for you. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so tell us about um, you know how um, how was it you know hunting down uh, you know you're you're obviously stationed on this Air Force base. You know how do you get time to to get out and uh, you know hunt just you know as, well, as as much as you can. Tell us about that. The uh, in the Air Force, unlike other services, our normal day to day job is like uh, seven to four weekdays only. You know, weekends off, so it's like a normal job in the Air Force day to day. Back, you know, here in the states, mm-hmm. unless you're, you know, you're deployed or something, it's a whole different world. But yeah, then you're working so, all the time, uh, right? <laughs> and so I get a, uh, you know, get my evenings and weekends off, to, and try to do as much hunting as I can. You know, balance it out with family life. So I got a couple of little girls. And a wife and 
one of my kids is in gymnastics and she is going to class four or five nights a week. It's crazy. So. I can imagine the dad life, man. <laughs> yep. yep, dad life. Um, so what what are your goals for this upcoming hunting season? Do you have anything that you're really going to strive for, or is it just to have fun and be successful? Or it's the uh, same as it is every year for me. More than anything, I just love being outside and to have fun. I've had eight tag soup for the past two years, and I could have killed things like this spring turkey season. I could have killed a couple of jakes, but I'm you know I'm going to try to let them get bigger down here on our property that we have down here in southern Missouri, where I was hunting at for them and. The, let a couple of jakes walk, and then last fall or last fall and winter, I let a couple of little bucks walk. So, oh, cool, I'm not necessarily uh, I'm not necessarily a horn hunter, you know, or a trophy hunter or anything like that. But I'm not going to kill a little buck the first thing that just walks by. So. Right, right. I understand that. Yeah. I think that's that's probably the majority. I would say, you know, most people would agree yeah. with that for sure. Um, right. Which is a good way to put it. You know, I know guys that hold out won't shoot anything under 150, and I know guys, yeah, that, yeah. Know, like me, if it's Pope and Young, I'm I'm all in. You know, or like I, yeah. I just said before, um, before we had Scott Clark, and he's he's doing the recurve thing with a recurve. I'll shoot really anything just to, you know, it's it adds a different element. Right, right. What's uh, what's your current uh, bow setup right now? Uh, I'm shooting a twenty, I think it's a twenty twelve Bowtech Assassin. And uh, before that, I had a PSC Bow Madness, and I just wanted something different. I found some guys up in Kansas City that was selling this uh, Assassin on Craigslist, and I bought it, and I love it, man. I'm not a not one of those has to have the newest and greatest every year type guys. Yeah. Hey, if it works for you, then use it. Yeah. Yep. It works. I can hit what I'm aiming at, and that's good enough for me for now. So. Perfect. <laughs> we'll hit you with a couple of our uh, rapid-fire questions. Um, what's, okay. What's your dream hunt, man? Dream hunt? Yeah. Honestly, more than anything, would be to travel around and get a turkey grand slam. Oh, nice. that'd be cool. Yeah. That's the first one we've had on our show, yeah. first response like that. And I, that would be yeah. really neat. That's, I tell you what, man, nothing gets me more geeked up than getting a gobbler fired up in the spring. Nothing gets me more than that. So, Yeah, I always thought, because I have a, a full mount Eastern, I'm like, it'd be kind of cool if I had the space to get a, a, a slam and have one full mount of each turkey. And, like, that would right. come in or, like, well, I didn't know there was all these different subspecies of turkey. Right. Right. Yeah, the, the Merriam's turkey would be, like, super good-looking. Yeah, oscillated. Yeah. Neat. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all they're cool. They're all cool, yeah. Um, okay. You know, okay. well, I'll say real quick what's funny. I don't have any turkey mounts. I've never done even a fan mount. All the beards from the birds, me, my dad, and my brother killed on our property, they're all in a Taco Bell cup on a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is cool. That's r- super American. You're going to send, send, us a yeah. pic- send us a picture of that. Yeah, someone else is going <laughs> for the Taco Bell Pro Staff sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that uh, picture we put out a couple of, a couple days ago? It was uh, it was the dude from um, I put Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. I put that on my page. I didn't put it on the working. Class oh, I page. thought you did. No. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll send that to you. I didn't want to stoke that fire. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so we got to ask this because we're going to ask everyone today on the show. Okay, Mister Rax and Beards, who's your favorite podcast host? Uh, I'm going to go with Steve. Man, he's, he's on old today. He's two, I'm on a I'm like four for four with that question recently. Dang. Wow, <laughs> he's two up. He's two step up. up. Our game, man. Oh, dude, man, you guys, it's just man. I'm just the least liking. favorite on the show, guys. What the hell? I think I think it's because I get most of his references that you guys don't get, and maybe because I'm an older guy. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Steve's 26, and you would think he was like. 26 going on 60 with some of the stuff that he knows. Uh, I'm like, how do you know that? I know. 
It's just he throws out he throws out things that has you and Eric just you know silent, and I'm laughing in the truck listening because right. I get it. So. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like Steve makes those references, and then he like looks at me and Eric and goes, "Huh, huh." Like, yeah. uh, we're like, like we don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> what's uh? All right, so you mentioned a truck. What, what what kind of a truck man are you? I'm sorry. What what kind of truck are you driving? Uh, currently, I have a 2013 GMC Sierra. Oh, Bingo. oh, oh there Bingo. you go. That's what you got, Eric. That's exactly it? what I have. Yeah. yeah, I had a uh, I had a Nissan Titan for uh, about eight years before that. So nice. What what's better? Uh, I like the Sierra better. So. Nice, Man, nice. you, and, you, you right and Eric have the same taste in vehicles. You sure you don't want to change your answer to stoke his ego a little bit? <laughs> I'm not even getting my hopes up for the rest of the show, guys. I'm the least favorite. How does this you, work? You are. Um, any advice for the show? Something you'd like added or taken away or anything? For, for you guys' show? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like what you guys are doing. I love the, the laid-back, like you guys describe it, campfire feel to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. I listen to some other hunting podcasts, and they – seem to take themselves way too seriously sometimes for me but uh that's why i like you guys well we appreciate the kind words yep yep yeah there's nothing in my life that i'm serious about like running up debt <laughs> i can take that seriously <laughs> <laughs> yeah well tell me about it you know it's uh it's tough to keep you in line sometimes steve but uh we're managing okay well you know well but- mr rax and beard thanks anything you got you want to add or uh, no, not at all. Go Cardinals. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll see. The best team in uh, baseball is, uh, I think they're in your division. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to take a Here look. I'll, I'll, I'll double check go. some stuff. <laughs> hey, while you're at it, while you're at it, count the number of rings. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Well, let that simmer. <laughs> I, 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 I guess I got no comeback. <laughs> um, yeah, real quick. Uh, so, yeah, if people want to find you, just again, again, if they want to find you on social media, you know, how can they? Uh, how can they locate you? Uh, on Instagram, it's at racks and beards, and on Facebook, it's slash racks and beards. And I, I actually have a web domain that I own. It's www.racksandbeards.com. It'll take you to the Facebook page, though. It's a hot link to that. Okay. Okay. Cool. We'll share that stuff again on all our pages here this weekend. So, if people want to get a hold of you, they can. And- um, All right. So yeah, I gotta get me one of those hats. Be so <laughs> So all right. Well, we really appreciate it, man. Appreciate the support. Um, stick around after this, and uh, we'll we'll get on to the next one. All right. Appreciate it, guys. All right. Cool. That was um, uh, Chris Rogers, Racks and Beards. Want to wish him a happy uh, Armed Forces Day. Um, but right now we've got uh, we've got Ethan Hofflin on the phone. He's a uh, he's a listener, and um, just want to say what's up, buddy. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. Well, thank no you. Yeah. Where are you from? I uh, grew up uh, up by River Falls, Wisconsin, kind of that northwest part of Wisconsin, but uh, currently live over by Fond du Lac. Okay. Say that again. Uh, Fond du Lac? No, I know where Fond du Lac is. It's just always <laughs> funny. I haven't heard that town in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to ignore my Wisconsin accent. It's a little sick. Uh, we just talked to a Canadian, so <laughs> we actually uh, I don't know. You sound like a Southern. You sound like you're from Georgia, comparatively. <laughs> that's that's going to be fired up about Ludafisk and Boat. <laughs> oh, man. So how would you hear about our show? Well, um, just with, with working the way I do, uh, I work alone, and I got a lot of windshield time. So getting listening to music all the time gets really boring. So got into podcasts, and then I just started picking podcasts that 
you know, interested me. So uh, I got some hockey podcasts, some sports podcasts, comedy, and then uh, I was looking for a good bow hunting podcast. And I tried a couple, but you guys definitely were the best one I found. So I've been listening, I don't know, six, eight months now. Well, we really appreciate that. Yeah, it's awesome. Nice. So what do you uh what would you change about the show? We'll hit you this question right off the bat. And we've been waiting to the end of this. What would you change or add or take away or Well, I I know sometimes you guys uh you get guests on and it is really good. I like the, the long form interviews with them and I like when you guys just take it easy and shoot the shit, you know. Right. Um and that's what I think that's what I appreciate most about the show. Uh, just because I don't like, uh, you know, I don't want to listen to a paid advertisement for an hour. So the fact that you guys can just freestyle and go off on rants, right? And 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 whatever Steve does, Steve cracks me up all the time. <laughs> that's actually uh, that's a theme of today. Yeah, <laughs> it's starting to seem like it. Well, I actually, that is really good advice, and uh, you know, it's it, it is cool. I love having guests on and stuff, but I, I see exactly what you're saying. Sometimes it could seem like a like an advertisement for the whole show like for that person, but. Uh, yeah, that's a, a good way to look at it. So I appreciate you giving us that uh yeah, that advice. Yeah, definitely. No, you guys are I like that you guys are just not too serious and don't take yourself too serious because that's what makes it fun to listen to. And sometimes the sidetracks are more interesting than the content, but that's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was told that they're like, uh, you know, when you get a sidetrack, just let it go. Just see where it goes. I'm yep. like, so we're trying to do a better job at that. And, you know, I think we're getting a little better, but uh, sometimes, you know, you got to chain Steve back down to the tree, you know? Uh, yeah, you let this you let this dog out of the yard too much, yeah, man. You you might, I might come home with some puppies. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, I think honestly, one of my favorite parts of the show is just watching Steve do the advertisement in the beginning. Yeah, and just watching his transitions. They are ridiculous. Oh yeah, he does it really well. Uh, th- this morning they weren't so good because uh, I don't do mornings too good. Um, <laughs> too, too good. <laughs> you ain't too good at too much. <laughs> Uh, more books, lattes equal better intros, right? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. None of our coffee was Irish this morning, unfortunately, and no Bloody Marys. And you know, we're, we're taking it, we're taking it real easy this morning, guys. We're taking this seriously, okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hopefully that works out for you. You might have to re-record. <laughs> right? Yeah. So if you if you get another phone call, dude, we got to talk to you, man. <laughs> um, uh, what's what are your goals for this upcoming hunting season? Well, honestly, um, I just got back into bow hunting about four years ago, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't. I have. I've passed on a few deer, and I actually haven't shot a uh, a buck with the bow yet. So, oh, um, cool. Looking forward to getting into that. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you just got to break the ice on one, man. It seems like that first one. You know, I just I hunt on somebody else's land. Um, my wife boards her horse out at this place, and the guy's nice enough to let me hunt for free. So. I'm trying to do a little QDMA and and not take anything too small off this property. So yeah. Um, last year I had a look at a couple different deer and uh, I let a little fork horn pass and man he he looked at me for probably ten minutes. <laughs> just begging for it. Oh yeah, he he, he wanted like, it, man. <laughs> uh, he gave me four or five shots and I was just like, all right, scoot along. Go find your bigger friend. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> what uh what bow brand are you dedicated to? Well, thank God that you guys are elites because that's what I shoot. Oh, really? Oh, oh nice. Which model? Yeah. Uh, I have a 2012 Hunter. Oh, nice, okay. nice. They're, they're a little they're... older, but nice bow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the shootability is still there. Dude, I am I'm hooked on that draw cycle and that back wall. Oh, I know yeah. it. That's what, that's what hooks everyone in. Oh, my God. I don't know. It just, I'm not a, I don't care about the speed. I like the 
I can draw that thing back on a deer. I could wait there for five minutes the way that back wall is. So. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, the thing is, it's you know we're not sponsored or we don't have any sort of partnership with Elite, and you know I love my Hoyts just as much as I love my Elites. It's just I happen to have a actually a Hoyt and Elite, but I'm shooting Elite now, and it's just it's what we like, you know. So we shoot it and we talk about it. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm, I'm maybe looking to get another Elite here soon, um, but we'll see. I I got my eye on that Synergy. That looks like a nice bow. Yeah, yeah we both, me and Kurt, both shoot that, and, and Mark, and Mark, and we love them. So. Yeah, and I know you guys had the guy from HHA on the other week. Uh-huh. Was that last week? Yep. yep. I, my wife was nice enough to give me one of those kingpins for Christmas. I love that site. Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's something else, man. They're they're pretty much a, they're a step ahead. It's just it's unreal. My uh, my 3D scores have gone up like 15 points consistently with really? that site. That's nice. Good. That's awesome. Yeah, they uh, yeah, man, we were so impressed after we got them uh, got that guy on and uh, just. You know, everything's kept in Wisconsin, and everybody that shoots them's like, "Yeah, I'm never shooting anything else." Yeah, yeah, we're 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 pretty impressed with with what they're doing. Oh man, it's it's ridiculous. I went from shooting a five ten sight to a one ten, and it's mm. just it's so much clearer. You know, through your peep, you're not getting distracted by having five tens in your line of sight, and I think it makes all the difference. Yeah, for sure. Does. Try shooting a seven pin and then going to a single pin. That's a huge transition. Is that what that you was, did? Yeah, you remember that, that true glow that I had? The thing had seven pins in it. Oh, oh man, jeez, that's too much. I mean, how do you uh, how do you even see anything through a seven pin sight? I, it's yeah. tough, man. You can't really count that high. You know, I mean, it's just there's too. Many. <laughs> Steve's got to take his shoes off. <laughs> to count to seven. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like. Uh, like, I don't know, what was it yesterday? Was it Gene or was it um, Scott from HJ? He said, you know, that with the bows that are getting faster, they're shooting so flat. So with seven pins, you're, all your pins are pretty much touching all the way down. Right. Oh, especially like 20 and 30. It's like one big block. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a big blob in your face. You know, and it was funny because I remember when PSC, I don't know if you remember this, Ethan, when they did the uh, PSC was advertising one of their speed bows. I don't know, it might be five years ago now. One pin, zero to 30 yards. You remember that? <laughs> Or no, uh, one pin zero to forty. That's what they were advertising. Zero to forty. I think that's just that's just wrong. <laughs> I don't know how you can have one pin zero to forty. You're shooting a two hundred grain arrow. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say but, uh, fiberglass arrow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. It's a. I love talking bow anything with anyone. It's just it's too easy. It's uh, funny. Um. So what's what's your dream hunt? Oh. Uh, Man, anywhere out west, I don't care what it's for. Elk, I mean, elk are definitely appeal to me, but I'd love to do a bear. I'd love to do a pronghorn antelope. Anything out west. Yeah, I would agree with you there for sure. They just got so many different options out there. You can just pick from whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ethan, how often do you get up to the Wisconsin Deer Classic? Uh, not very often, actually. Um, I don't end up at a lot of trade shows or anything, so... Uh, I went up to a sporting show in Green Bay uh, about two months ago, but never the Deer Classic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. we'll have to check out that one in Green Bay, and we were, we were wanting to make it up to the Classic up there, but it just it didn't up uh, didn't work out. But so maybe next year. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe next year. There's always there's next there's year. Always <laughs> next year yeah. um, okay, <laughs> we'll close with this, and uh, this is a fun one. And Steve's two up, so take that into consideration when you make yep. your decision. Who's your favorite host? I gotta go, with Steve. Man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, boys. We can't come man. back from this one, Eric. Right, man. Nope. It's like 
I think it's just pure comedy. I don't know if I'm laughing with him or laughing at him, but either way, I'm laughing. <laughs> I like, yeah, I like that. I'd agree. Half the time, me and Eric look at each other like, oh, thank God for Steve, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we should ask that that question in two different ways. Who's your favorite host, and who would you who would you want to go hunting with? <laughs> there you go. Ooh, well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go, Kurt. Is, is Kurt the Iowa boy? Nope, that's no, that's Eric. And am I losing oh, again? Whoever's the Iowa boy, I was with Iowa. Eric, I, you shouldn't ask that Boom. question, Kurt. That's a fair Boom. question though, because me and Eric actually know how to hunt. Steve just kind of goes and sits on tires in the woods. Yeah, yeah whatever. You don't want to take him hunting with. You. I'd rather like drive out to go hunting with Steve. But... <laughs> just have me drop you off. <laughs> yeah, you'd rather have Steve drop yeah. you off. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. I love that man. That's so funny. That is fun. That's a good way to put <laughs> it. All right, man. Well, we really appreciate it and uh, your support, and it, it really means a lot to us. All right, well, thanks again for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. All right, well, we'll get the, the next listener on here. Yeah, so stick on uh, Don't Hang Up Yet. All right. All right, sounds good. All right, cool. So uh, that was uh, Ethan Hoffland, a uh, Wisconsin uh, native. Uh, right now we've got, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we've got uh, Joe Kinney on the phone. Uh, you still there with us? Yep. Okay, cool. I thought I heard something uh, in my headphones. How you doing? Doing good, but how are you? Another day in paradise. I'm uh, up before noon, so I'm up really early today. <laughs> so uh, you're a lo- you're local. Can you where where are you from and what do you do? I'm uh, out from Davenport, Iowa. I'm an archery manager at a local pro shop in the Quad Cities. B and B shooting supplies, that North Iowa. Um, currently uh, doing uh, outdoors obsessions. Uh, recording hunts and recording while we're out there doing management on our land and food plots and all that stuff, getting that going. Cool, and that's a that's a tough uh, project to get into. It really is. It is uh, just uh, just trying to, to do it alone is, is hard, and then you got to turn around and try to get it all on film, and that's hard alone, and that it's a whole other full time job. Plus, them for sure. Well, we kind of know that market a little bit. I have some experience with it, but uh, it's probably do you do you listen to quite a few episodes then and hear like what other people are doing. So it's probably I guess that's probably a helpful tool is when we interview people, you can hear how they do it and how you can compare what you're doing to what they, what they have going on. It is. I'm actually friends with a couple of the other local guys that are from around this area too. So I uh, we often talk back and forth. So you know, figure hey, this was this worked out better and so and so and this was best and this didn't work and cool. Yeah. Um go ahead and just uh give out like whatever Facebook or Instagram, whatever you got going and then we'll uh we'll hit you some questions here and people will get to know who you are a little bit. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, if uh if you look up on Facebook uh that's pretty much the only uh social media platform that we're on right now other than YouTube. Uh but it's outdoors obsessions that's uh with two lessons on the end. Uh, but uh, it's uh, pretty much by us three cousins, uh, me, Scott, and James. Um, years ago, uh, my cousin gave me a call, asked me if I wanted to go hunting. I said, yeah, I'd be down. I went out and I bought a bow and I got to back soon. And I never knew it turned out something like this. But because now I, I'm just thinking, really, really true. Um, we came up with the outdoors obsessions um, because uh, they, the wife basically looked at me and said, you know, you've kind of become obsessed with this. And uh, it kind of just stuck in a good way. Right. And we came up with it. And uh, I called up my cousin one day. I said, hey, I want to put a Facebook page there, you know, how let people watch what we're doing and how we do it and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, that'd be cool. 
yeah. just involved in getting the sponsors, and uh, you know we're we're with uh, Bone Log Minerals, uh, Little Slings, Hunt uh, Lab Technologies, and Country Boys Game Calls, and we're sponsored by my shop here. Um, so just kind of it, it's kind of evolving over the past few years, and it's really moving in the right direction, and I'm pretty excited for it. Well, there you go. I mean, you know, in the in the short amount of time, you know, you're starting to starting to build up some stuff, and uh, you know, you gotta gotta be proud of that. I mean, you know, when your hard work starts paying off, right? You know, that's that's really what it's all about. You know, letting uh, letting all your hard work, all that sweat running down your you know your I brow. Think, and I think the key is is uh, not press. I mean, you gotta press hard, but press hard the right ways. Like some people, I think. Like I guess with this podcast, some people might think we press too hard, but then again, you we keep it comfortable, keep it real, and then uh, basically people relate to it and carry it in the right direction. You hope anyway. Right. Um, Marketing. You got to remember that it's uh, you, you know you're you're trying to make it into like a TV show or a YouTube thing or a social media thing. You know we're we're eventually going to try to make it into a TV show, but you also got to remember that. Uh, you know, at the end of the day that you started out, this, this was all for fun, and to keep it that way, and never let it become work. Right, exactly, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. So, what's your uh, what's your uh, goals for this upcoming season? Uh, definitely getting uh, uh, getting all the self filming thing under control. That's uh, that's really hard. Just trying to self film alone. Uh, make sure that we try to get everything on camera. But we're we're taking it in more of a way. I mean, if you look on TV and you watch them. You know, it's kind of like you watch them hop out of the truck, they get into the tree stand, and all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, they've got a, a monster buck or a, a really nice turkey on the ground. And it doesn't work like that ever. There's, there's scouting, there's planning, there's planning the winds, the stands, your blinds, and all that stuff, you know, and everything that goes into elements of that. So we're trying to show people more and more of what actually is entailed into all that so that the people that want to get in on the industry actually can say, holy crap, you know, there's a lot of work in doing that stuff. For sure, for sure. Um, what about your dream hunt? What's your absolute? If you if someone's like you got one hunt, what hunt do you pick? Oh man, my my dream hunt would be going after a big old you know six by six elk bull uh, up north out west. Which that a lot of people hunt. from Midwest go. Ahead. Sorry, I was talking over you. Oh no, you're fine. There's a lot of people from the Midwest that that's a you know elk is so appealing to Midwestern people. I don't know, just it's. They're twice, maybe three times the size of a whitetail. Right. Huge antlers. It's and the, the venison that you get is outstanding. It's a cow with antlers. It, that's what exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> it's so appealing to the Iowa boys and girls and Illinois and Wisconsin, all the Midwest and Eastern. I mean, Kentucky's got elk now, which is, uh, but I, I hear that tag's kind of hard to draw. But yeah, um, yeah, I would agree with you. I think a lot of people would with with the elk being the dream. Elk or moose, it seems like are pretty common answers. Definitely. Um, Not my attack of the moose, but if I had the chance to go for an elk any day, I'd take it. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, your favorite bow brand, what bow are you currently shooting? Uh, I currently shoot a Matthews HTR. Uh, and I have to say that that was, uh, when uh, when I picked it up last year, that was that was the bow, and, and I shot all kinds of different bows. I, I shot the Hoyts, the PSCs, the Obsessions, the Matthews. Um, and it, as soon as I grabbed that bow, I just knew it, it was going to be that bow. And I did it for like two weeks and finally made my decision on Matthew's HDR and I could have been more happy. Cool, it's, man. It's That's awesome. Cool. cool. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Cause we, you know, we had a few other people on, uh, on the show, on this episode before you, and it's, um, 
everyone's got their own preference and it's just really neat to talk to everyone see what they like you know what they prefer in a bow and it's just it's all it, personal it's preference. all companies and we're not advertising it's just neat to see what people like right you know and right talk about it and it's all advice around it and it's fun um so we got to ask this if you had to pick one person from our show who's your favorite host I just have to say that uh, that Kurt Deer guy. Uh, <laughs> I got one point. Steve beat me on yeah, this whole right. episode. Yeah. <laughs> it took, took home it took home championship gold today. But uh, Kurt, you can uh, have this uh, have this one. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> it, it was it, it was a, it was a mercy point for you. Kurt. Yeah, it was kind of just like he's like mm, Kurt, Kurt, whatever, I guess, I guess. <laughs> whatever. Kurt's good enough. Yeah. Screw it, he says. Um. Any advice for our show? Something you'd like us to add um, or take away? <laughs> or uh, fire no, Steve? Uh, I mean, <laughs> fire Steve, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys, man. Uh, you know, you guys are doing really good. Uh, you know, I, I've really enjoyed listening to your podcast and all that stuff, you know, in the past. And I look forward to the episodes and everything like that. And there's really good following with what you guys are doing. And I think you guys are doing great, especially with, you know, um, a little bit of a commercial uh, introduction to each show that you guys have. It's really neat. Um, you know, you guys are, uh, you know, you, you're taking it to the level of this is supposed to be fun and let's just go with it and see where it goes kind of thing. And that's that's what I like. Well, we we really appreciate that. That's 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 the feel we're going for. Yeah, definitely. You know, for all our other listeners, uh, we did not pay anybody to say any of this, but yeah, it's everyone's got kind of the same answers except for you know one little answer where you were the you know. But yeah, uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean you know we uh, we do appreciate you, you you know taking the <clears throat> taking the time to give us a call in, and you know with all our other uh, callers today, it's just been. Um, yeah, it's, dude, it's been, it's, like, super humbling to just, like, yeah. you know, hear everybody's, like, you know, well, appreciates it, what we do. And it's cool because a good majority of the people we've called on the show or you know, have been at work. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Been, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, no kidding. That's where I'm at right now. So, but, hey, man, we really appreciate you taking time out of your work day, and uh, good luck on your project, and uh, we'll keep in touch with you, and, um, you know, best of luck to you. Sounds great. Thank you. So, one more, uh, where can they find you on Facebook or wherever? If you look up uh, Outdoors Obsessions, that's O-U-T-D-O-O-R-S space O-B-S-E-S-S-I-O-N-S, so Outdoors Obsessions, that's um, that's uh, where you can find us at. All right. Um, cool. Put a YouTube channel together for us. Um, it's only got one video on it right now, but uh, it's going to be starting off this season and going forward with everything that we do and everything will be up there, um, but it's the same deal, Outdoors Obsessions. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, well, good luck to you, and uh, good luck this season. Um, we'll keep in touch with you. Uh, so thanks for coming on the show. Well, thank you very much. All right. Thanks, man. Yep. Cool. So, um, yeah, that was that was Joe Kenny. Uh, super happy to have uh, all the callers, you know, once again. Uh, Racks and Beards, Chris Rogers, Scott Clark, uh, Ethan Hofflin, and then, uh, and then of course, you just heard uh, Joe Kenny. Um, man, it's so weird being up this early, guys. I, I don't know what... <laughs> else to do man like i i drink well, i know I, what i'm gonna do be i'm gonna, productive today steve uh, yeah. yeah you're up you can do some stuff i'm gonna leave here and i'm gonna go uh sadly enough i'm gonna go to the bone sheds last day open mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna be going to sycamore dekalb illinois area for a 3d shoot so yeah cool papa dave yep we're yeah, gonna go up there in. and uh meet up with our good buddy jim burns and do a 3d shoot but um 
this episode was really fun. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. It was nice to hear from everyone and see what they're like. Yeah, and, my, yeah. My, my ego has grown, you know, a little bit more than it already well, was. No, and, in all serious though, like, we really appreciated everything yeah. they said. We didn't tell them to say any of that. It just kind of turned out everyone kind of said the same thing. Like, oh, I just found you on iTunes, which is as cool as what you want, you know? Like, oh, I thought I could relate to the title and just gave it a shot, and that's... Kind of nice how everyone said it's like the campfire feel, you know, and that's what we started yeah. for in the feel we were going for. For sure. Yeah, um, it, it, dude, it's been a it's been a super cool uh, journey for us so far. You know, anyone else that's uh, listening, don't, you know, don't be afraid to get in contact with us because, you know, we're, uh, we will contact you back and then we might end up being friends with you. I mean, you know, look at um, everyone else that's had, we, we've met so many people. Oh, actually, everyone us. will just contact you or Eric. Everyone's just like, yeah. yeah nah, I, <laughs> don't matter. What is it? Am I not cool? Am I not cool, guys? Am I corny? Kurt, you're just, you're, 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 you're just. I need a, just a mustache is yeah, what I need. need. Dude, Herm's got just a mustache. You guys got to see this thing. <laughs> Man, maybe I'll just, uh, I'll just be the quiet guy on the show for a couple episodes, and yeah, there you go. Eric can take my spot. We'll just switch chairs. I think that's what it is. You can be in the captain's seat here, and yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be the deck hand guy. You know, it's, I'm lieutenant captain. Yeah, we're on a shrimp boat here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need to do this more often. It's kind of nice to talk to people and get yeah. them involved. And, yeah. Because, I mean, if it wasn't for the listeners and stuff, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, no, I mean, right yeah. now. Again, we'd just you know, be uploading this podcast into empty space. Yeah. Seriously, if you guys are hearing this, <laughs> do not <laughs> hesitate. Do not hesitate. Smash that message button. No, oh, don't say that. <laughs> um, and and get a hold of us. Yeah, we'll we'll do these more and more. I mean, because you know what, dude, this Saturday show was kind of a fun little deal. We was fun. Woke up, had some uh, had some coffee, and uh, just got to. You know, talk hunting, you know, I think that's one of the coolest things that you can do on a Saturday. It's going to be summer. nice leaving here and it's not dark out. Right. <laughs> driving an hour back to Eldridge, Iowa. Yeah, yeah it's where I've been driving, <laughs> that leaving here. Uh, drive. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was fun. We'll have to do another, like a, you know, eventually we'll do another. Do more part, often. Part yeah. two, Colin. Yeah, yeah and we'll get sure. some, uh, cycle different people. We kind of started from Canada and went straight down the Midwest pipeline there. Yeah, but, we did. Uh, <laughs> um, which is fine. I mean, that's. Midwest deer hunters, it's, I mean, you know, that's what we expect. Wisconsin and Minnesota are our number one states for downloads, which is is cool. Um, so yeah, it was it's a lot of fun. We really appreciate everything and everyone listening. And I don't know how you guys put up with uh, with us sometimes, but um, apparently. We thought everyone it. hated Steve, but I guess we were wrong. Yeah, I'm over here trying to change Steve's <laughs> life. I'm like, man, maybe I'll just let your life just hit the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> Makes oh, it dude, more but, interesting. Yeah, should <laughs> believe me, I've already been down the gutter. I'm in the sewer now, homie. Oh, yeah, that's it's working for You're you. Back apparently. in the river already. <laughs> Ready for a go another go around in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, man. I guess the overall goal is, you know, we're chopping away now, and we're coming. Close to 100 episodes, and we just got to keep on keeping on. Yeah, it's fun. It's not. It doesn't feel like work. I mean, the recording and doing this does not feel like it does not feel like work. Sometimes it's kind of hard when you worked all day to stay up late after an episode and get it uploaded because it's like, well, how do you edit? It's like, well, I don't really unless I absolutely have to. I think there's been one episode out of 78 episodes that's been slightly edited, and. And what I mean by that is just like one little section got cut out, and I don't think anyone ever noticed. And uh, it was just we got on it. It just I don't know. It's all worth it in the end. Yeah, we had to, but no, it's real. Like we we write some questions, but it's not super scripted. It's uh, I mean, you guys know this if you listen enough. It we kind of we freestyle at every episode. 
Yeah, you know, a lot of times, like, yeah, if you guys, you know, we, we'll upload the episode, and it'll be it'll be there, like, within 45 minutes of us recording. So, mm-hmm. a lot of times, if you start listening right when it pops up, we're probably still sitting in here just yeah, hanging yeah, out. pretty much Literally. Right now. Mm-hmm. But, sure. uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, dude, super cool journey, man. It's, uh, you know, I know we keep bringing it up, but, man, it's just been really humbling for me to, you know, talk to, talk to some and meet some really cool people that, you know, are digging what we do. and Yeah. For sure, man. You know, they end up being, you know, some of the greatest people that we'll ever know. So I'll have to double check my calendar, but from that, I think next episode, which it's this is seventy eight, so episode seventy nine should be Travis T Bone Turner from Bone Collector. Um I'm pretty sure. I don't I'm mixed up because we're on a Saturday episode, so I'm yeah, not throwing up. So we'll <laughs> just call it that. Next episode you you'll hear uh T Bone. So look forward to that. If you have any questions for him, shoot them over to us and we'll uh We'll throw them at them. Answered That's going to be a later episode. It's scheduled later, so um, but it'll be a Tuesday episode. But it'll be uh, probably by 10 p.m. Central Time is what I'm hoping. Um, anything you guys want to add? No, just thanks again, everyone who called in and for all our listeners. Yeah, and check out uh, workingclassbowhunter.com. Uh, you can find uh, every podcast that's been out maybe except for the first couple no they're all on there oh they're all on yeah. there <laughs> and pictures of steve you can see steve's face on there no yeah yes you can by the corn cob yes you right should. by the corn cob <laughs> all right guys <laughs> thanks again thanks for listening and uh you know what to do it's the weekend go shoot your bow through the blackwater bayous and in the dark louisiana night floats a duck camp alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of cajun cooking Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest. Me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.